So it's all about helping people reprogram their own minds. I'm not imparting any of my beliefs or anything. I'm just there to help people really figure out what they believe and how they want to, how they want to integrate that into their life. That's what I've got. That is fantastic. You know, the thing that I love hearing you talk about your journey, you've already become a coach. You already learned how to do it. You already had experience. And then you went on this spiritual journey, which of course you're still on. Yes. We're all still on it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you've been learning about, you know, tarot and Reiki and energy and all of these different things. And now you're coming back to the coaching. And, and I love that because I have this theory that nothing we learn is ever wasted. I'm Witchy. And I'm Woo. Welcome to the Witchy and Woo podcast with your hosts, Aunt Carla and Emperor Shoshana. Join us each episode as we conjure up conversations about magic, lore, energy, and more. Hello, hello, hello. Hey there. Hey there. Hey, Empress Shoshana. It is a new podcast, a new week, a new day, a new all that other good stuff. <laughs> and I am just you know, we had such a great time chatting last week. It was a little more off the cuff because we hadn't planned it exactly. So I want to know, what are you excited about this week? This week? Oh, my goodness. What am I excited about? So, Aunt Carla, I, the other week, mm -hmm. you and I met and we talked about my business yes. um, because I was trying to figure out what the heck I wanted to do. I have a million ideas that I want to do, but I work a full-time job mm -hmm. and they kind of expect me to do it. Dang and it. I know rude. <laughs> so I come with all these ideas and then I think, wait a minute, I don't have the time <laughs> to actually mm. implement it and do it the way that I want to. So mm -hmm. after our conversation last week, I was thinking, okay, what do I want? What do I want? What do I want to do? And I came up with um, actually this morning um, that I want to do spiritual coaching. Love it. So what this means is I, I am a certified coach. I've been a certified certified 10 years ago. Right. And um, I've done all types of coaching. And then I stepped back from coaching because I used to coach women on uh, their superwoman com uh, complex. So the woman who does everything for everyone else, nothing for herself. Mm. And I did that for a while. And I've done like body acceptance, coaching and all those. But really what made me turn away from coaching was I started to... Uh, I didn't like it when, when the clients were coming and they were, they were, they felt so bad about themselves mm. and it was starting to affect me. And yes. I'm like, well, this is, well, this is not helpful to anybody. So I turned away from that. So I stepped away from that. I thought, you know what? I'm done with coach. I'm not going to do it anymore. Mm -hmm. But over time, since I've come back into not come back, I don't know if you would say come back, but since I've come on this spiritual journey, mm -hmm. I've been wanting to do coaching, but I'm like, I don't know with what. And right. this morning was like spiritual coaching, because for me, when I, again, 10 years ago, everything happened 10 years ago, 10 years ago, <laughs> I remember saying to myself, I want to, um, I want to explore my spirituality. Mm hmm but I had no idea. I didn't know what spirituality was really. Right. And I didn't even know where to go, how to do it. I didn't know anything about it. I just kept mm -hmm. saying, I want to explore, I want to explore it. I wanted to go. I just couldn't find anywhere to help me. And it's only been, it's taken me years now. So in the last three years, I would say I'd start to figure out what that was at mm -hmm. the time. I was, I was Episcopalian. Yeah. And so I was thinking, 
like, okay, do I read the Bible more? Do I go more to church more? Do I find another religion? Because at the time I didn't know, I didn't know I had any other options. It was right. like, do this or find another religion, like find somebody else's rules kind of. Yeah. And didn't know to pick and choose myself. So with spiritual coaching, what I'm, what I want to do is to be that person that I did not have 10 years ago mm. to really digest and think, what is it that you believe? Mm -hmm. Have you like to really have people come who are on their spiritual journey and really think about what have you been told, taught and trained to believe? Yes. And do you really believe it? Why do you believe it? Do you want to continue to believe it or do you want to discard it and pick something else up? Right. So it's all about helping people reprogram their own minds. I'm not imparting any of my beliefs or anything. I'm just there to help people really figure out what they believe and how they want to how they want to integrate that into their life. That's what I've got. That is fantastic. You know, the thing that I love hearing you talk about your journey, you've already become a coach. You already learned how to do it. You mm -hmm. already had experience. And then you went on this spiritual journey, which of course you're still on. Yes. We're all still on it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you've been learning about, you know, tarot and Reiki and energy and all of these different things. And now you're coming back to the coaching. And, and I love that because I have this theory that nothing we learn is ever wasted. You know, yeah. we go through something and we're like, oh, uh, well, I guess I'm done with that now, but not, that's not really how it works. I feel that life is very cyclical. You know, there's that spiral i feel like mm -hmm. we come back to things and then when we come back to them we come back to them better than ever or you know or we go we hit things at a deeper level so mm -hmm. i love hearing how you you have you already have the coaching skills you already have you know the quote unquote credentials <laughs> and now you're taking all these new things that you've learned mm -hmm. and you're and you're applying that and i think that is so exciting and Another thing that you mentioned that I think is really helpful um, or just insightful for me, you said that you know, it, it, a lot of it depends on the kind of clients that you're looking for or the ones that you want to work with, because not mm -hmm. everyone is going to be what we call in, in business your ideal client or your, your mm -hmm. ideal customer. And thinking about what are the questions that you want to answer, that's so important. And mm -hmm. I have like my own, I wasn't even a coach, but I used to, I spent some time in the dating and relationship world. Mm -hmm. I wrote a book and I was dealing with my own situation of, of working with, of, of, of being in a relationship with someone who was emotionally unavailable. So I was working with, and I was writing it as I was learning about how to get over my stuff. I'm mm -hmm. helping other women learn how to deal with their, involvement with like emotionally unavailable people and what turned what happened was they wanted to ask me stuff they wanted to they wanted me to coach them and i realized i didn't want to coach them I'm like this is not <laughs> i mean as i learned about myself i realized right. oh no no these are not my people these mm -hmm. this is not what um i'm like you know what i'm teaching what i want to learn mm -hmm. but i don't want to be a coach in this but now similar to you I've gone back and I've gone through, you know, my deeper spiritual journey. And now I'm coming back and, and helping people, you know, with their, with their spiritual journey. But it's like, you really have to be clear on what 
you want to teach and who you want to help because not everyone is going to be on that same journey as you so basically you're looking right. for okay who are the people who are in alignment with what i want to teach and that's just from a business standpoint to me that was really helpful and saying oh okay not everyone who wants to be you know in dating everyone has like different stuff right we yeah. all have um so you were saying you want to you want to be the coach that you needed, you know, and yes. like, and so for me, I'm looking for people who want to use like magic on a transformational basis. <laughs> so it's like, I'm not for everybody and that's okay. Right. Like right. not everyone wants to be like, like realizing, Oh, okay. I don't want to, I don't want to do hexes and I don't want to do X's like I have a policy on that mm -hmm. now. I mean, actually I've had that very, very early on, like no hexes and no X's like don't come to me wanting to learn how to do, uh, you know, hex people. And definitely don't come to me if you want to get your ex back, because I've already learned if, they, you know, if they left, they're supposed to be gone. Yeah. So that don't come to me with that. And just being really clear on that was really helpful. Sorry. Thank you for coming to my TED talk. <laughs> <laughs> You're very clear on that. And that makes sense because uh, yeah, I, mm, I can't understand. No, that's a lie. I can understand how someone wants their Xbox because you love them oh, yeah, so much and you're like, it just has to work. And I've been there thinking if I had known magic, mm -hmm. I know a certain person, I would have probably wouldn't, that have been horrible, but I understand those moments like you don't care what they want you're just like this is what i want and i'm going to make yes. this happen and then yes. you make it happen as you have had in your experience that you have it happen and they come and it's just like well that's not where it is have you watched harry potter movies nope no i actually i have not sorry that's okay <laughs> i'm gonna make a reference but that's okay um but yeah it just doesn't work out when you when it's just all about you um in that instance all about you trying to make a person do what you want to do so right yeah and so and, and that's why I, I'm like, no, 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 time to do that shadow work instead. So yeah. like the people who like to, who would, who would resonate with me are more interested. And, and like I said, I'm not for everybody. They'd be yeah. more, I, they're more interested in asking that question. Why do I have to have this person that clearly doesn't want me? And I'm mm -hmm. just like, why do I keep going after that? There's a shadow that needs to be addressed. Mm -hmm. So the person who would enjoy working with me the most is someone who really wants to explore that because they want to be the best person they can be right. and, and not everybody wants that some people just i just want him because i want him period tell me how to get this dude back or mm -hmm. this girl back and mm -hmm. i'm like no i want you to look at why are you trying so hard to to get this person back because yeah, you know, there's, there's spells, there's stuff you could do, but yeah. will that make them stay with you? Not necessarily. Will that make them stay monogamous and stay true to mm. you? Definitely not necessarily. So it's like, how about let's take what we know about magic and spirituality and law of attraction and all these other things mm -hmm. and create some kind of magical process for you magical and transformative mm -hmm. for you so that you can attract a healthy and happy love there you go. to me i i want to go that higher level but like i said not everyone is interested in that and that's okay because <laughs> like, there's because there's plenty of people out there who will be like yes i will help you get your ex back and i'm like you go to them there you go <laughs> <laughs> <That's> funny <laughs>
Exactly. And so I think that's awesome. And so for me, I want to work with people who, who are on their spiritual journey where they've been in a while and been floundering and just haven't realized they need to, to have a space to just have the freedom to ask those questions. Because a lot of times people don't know how to listen, like we'll go to family and friends mm-hmm. and what happens. And I'll, I'll admit I've done it too. They, you'll tell them what's going on with you. And then they try to fix it mm. or tell you what they would do. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay sometimes you'll be like okay but then other times you'll be like i just i just wanted to talk i just wanted someone just to hear me i didn't need you to throw your opinion down my freaking throat mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so yeah and so as i said i don't know if i said it but i'm like non-denominational i don't care what you believe i don't care what you want to believe like i'm not trying to impart my beliefs whatever i just want to i just want to give a space for people to really actually think about okay this is what i've been taught and this is what i want to believe and my, my job is to be like okay is that what you want to believe? Like, how did you come to that? Is that helping you? Does that make you feel good? We can take pieces in what, you know, and create the spirituality that you want. You don't have to pick a religion if you don't want yes, to. Yes. Or if you do want to, let's ask the questions. Does this align with what's going to make you feel good? Like, I don't, I don't care. I just want to help people because I believe that for me, leaning on my spirituality and what I believe has really helped me transform myself and to make me much more confident. Um, mm-hmm. As I had said before, I have done my which 101 thing um, class and I feel like so confident in, in myself and my ability to create what I want. And mm-hmm. it is just and I and spirituality for me, that's what I turn to what I believe and how I how I live my life, because what you believe is is contributes to who you are and mm-hmm. is the reason why you do the things that you do. Yes. So if you want to change your habits and you're like, just change, then it's time for you to check to see what you believe. Yes. Because in there, when you change, when you change that, because a belief is just a thought that you think over and over and over again. Yes. Habit. So all you do is just change that and think a new thought over and over and over again. I feel like I'm, I think I'm, I feel like I'm on my TED talk right now. Um, but <laughs> but I'm like, hey, I'll pay money for your TED talk. <laughs> I just yes. Yeah, so I just want people to get that. And if they decide that they want to be witches and do witchcraft, I'm like, all right, we'll go over to Aunt Carla. She can help you do that. <laughs> go to Empress Shoshana. She can help you do that. You know, and 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 you know, you and I are not. You know, for anyone listening, like, oh my God, they're. I mean, we're not even. We're not in competition. We're coming from different places. So it's like it's so exciting to have I mean there's so much room there's room out there for different things and depending on where you're coming from you know they might see Empress Shoshana or then you know if there's something else you're looking for then you might see me and Mm -hmm. you know there's beauty in there's beauty in having choice and as I also said when we were meeting I said that I think people just want to feel like they're not crazy yeah you know I mean to to for when someone is going to talk to you about you know their journey and ask you questions or they sometimes just want you to hold space for them they just want someone to hold space and listen to them as they're telling you what's going on in their mind and their heart and i never realized how difficult it is for many people to be able to just express themselves without having that you know that other person you know to yeah insert their their opinions or their validation and 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 sometimes the best validation you can give another person is just to listen to them mm-hmm. and that that i mean that right there is worth the price of admission right there because that's really all people they just want to know they want to be heard mm-hmm. and feel that they're not crazy and yeah. you're not you know if you're listening to this this 
this podcast or any of the things that we've ever done, it's because you're on a spiritual journey and you want to learn more about yourself and your abilities. And we're telling you right now, if you're interested in any of the things, any of the things that we're talking about, you're not crazy. Nope. You know, we are right there with you. And, and as I've said before in a previous um, episode, you know, I, I learned so much from the people that I meet and, and, my, my students. So even yeah. if someone says, oh, um, well, you know, I, I believe in, you know, there's people who believe in like, like, I don't know if aliens is the right term, but like extraterrestrials or, mm-hmm. you know, other things. And I'm like, you know what? I, I don't know. <laughs> you know, like, I don't know. Right. I, I don't know enough about anything to say that you are not, that, that you are not, you know, that, that what you're, what you're thinking does not exist. I right. mean, I mean, if, if we're just going, going to go off a little tangent, Mormons, the Mormon, did you know that the more like, oh, don't sue me now, <laughs> don't, don't sue me. Um, but uh, supposedly, allegedly, reportedly, that's for the lawyers, um, the part of the Mormon religion is that that there is some kind of extraterrestrial uh, uh, veneration that happens. So. Uh, and if you don't believe me, y'all can go Google it or go on YouTube and you can see. But um, it's so it's like, how could I say, you know, so I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. know. When I look when I looked up um, previous, uh, I looked up like earlier civilizations. Um, there's there's some that look very much like possibly from another planet. So mm-hmm. all I'm saying, well, I, I know this is like this is a crazy tangent. Sorry, people. Um, <laughs> it or It sounds irrational. But what I'm saying is. There's so much out there that we do not understand. Right. And as a spiritual coach, we are not going to judge you on that because, you know, it is our job to hold space for you and to let you know, like, okay, I hear you. And that is really like, I hear what you're saying. What you're saying is fascinating. And I can't, I'm so amazed at your, your, your abilities, your skills, your gifts, and how can I help you? develop those even further that's that's really all our job is like to help you Mm -hmm. grow into whatever it is that you believe and to feel free in order you know and and free about talking about it yeah that's what mostly um people want and so as we're all talking about spiritual things another thing that i am excited about oh um mm -hmm. that i think i i I talked to you about a little bit is the um i don't I don't know, listeners, if you've ever heard of the book, The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a dating coach and we read a book a month. And this month was to read that. And I read it, Mm -hmm. I'm going to say probably 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. And at the time, you know, the four agreements, I'm going to see if I remember off the top of my head, there's only four, Shoshana. Um, Be impeccable with your word. Mm -hmm. Don't make assumptions. Mm -hmm. Don't take anything personally and Mm -hmm. always do your best. Mm -hmm. So I had read those, um, read the book, and it just felt to me at the time, I was thinking like, oh my God, this could have been a pamphlet. Why is there so many words? I mean, the book is small, <laughs> but I was like, Ugh. But when I read it this time, it like completely, I had a different take on it. And I'm like, this mm. is life. So with be impeccable with your word, that is like, of course, be honest, mm-hmm. but also be honest with yourself. Yes. And to not speak against yourself. So I used to say, don't say anything negative about yourself to yourself or anyone else. Mm -hmm. 
And it's really about being not going against yourself to please anybody else or mm. to please that mag that voice, those voices that you heard in your, your head. Um, don't take anything personally is really a, um, that's, that's a hard one because it's like no one, anything that anyone does is, is because of them. It has nothing to do with you. Yes. And it is a hard thing to think of when you were in the thick of it and someone is cursing you out mm. and they are specifically saying F you. And you're like, well, how am I supposed to take that personally when they really specifically they point well, at they me? They said you, they said me. You, why are <laughs> oh, you, you over there? So, but the idea is that it's because of whatever's, whatever agreements or whatever is going on inside of them is that, um, that touched a nerve that yes. made them react the way it is, but it's not about, it's not about us. The other one is I don't make assumptions. Mm. That one is the one that I'm working with the most because if anyone else, you have that voice in your head, when you think if you're walking outside, you're wearing certain clothes and you're thinking like, Oh my gosh, people are going to think blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, mm. you're assuming that they think that you're assuming that someone is feeling this way. You're assuming. And you, and for me, it's like taking responsibility for how someone else feels mm -hmm. and what he's saying is like, don't do that. Because a lot of the, he says, a lot of the drama and sadness that we cause in our life is because of assumptions. We've made up what someone is thinking, what someone's going to do, what someone has done, or the reasons like in relationships, because we seem to come back to that a lot. Mm -hmm. In relationship, if someone is not reacting the way we want them to, it's because they're thinking this, they're mad about this or something like that. When then a lot of times, if you check that, it, it isn't about that at all. It's about whatever they're going through. They're having a tough time. They're upset, you know, upset about something else. It's nothing to do with you. So it's like not taking anything personally. And then always do your best. It's just really always do your best. You mm -hmm. may mess up. You may say the wrong thing, do the wrong thing, wear the wrong thing, be the wrong place, whatever. But as long as you're always doing your best and just know that you're doing your best, that's all you can do. Yeah. Yeah. That was a quick summary of that. You know, I received that book as a gift. It's very meaningful to me. When my mother was dying after having a stroke, my fiance at the time, this was this is my first marriage, <laughs> gave me that book, The Four Agreements. And it was so powerful and so mm -hmm. helpful. And one of the one of the things that that I was really working with was doing your best, like do your best, always do mm -hmm. your best. And it was the book was making the point of always do your best. However, some days your best will be mm -hmm. better than others. Like you're yeah. going to be have days where you're doing everything that you can and you're like popping, you're going on all cylinders and other days just getting out of bed is your best. But mm -hmm. whatever it is, you have to do your best. Yeah. And that was really helpful. Oh, and the thing about like taking, not taking things personally. So my aunt, my mother's sister was given me such grief at this time. Mm -hmm. And I felt like she was blaming me for mm -hmm. my mother being sick. And it was at least helpful to have this book to say, you know, it's not just about you. Like she's losing her sister, therefore she's going through stuff. So mm -hmm. she's projecting things onto you, but just because she's doing that doesn't mean it's really about me. Right. So, I mean, I still did have a moment where I had to like tell her where to get off and I enjoyed it. <laughs> um, and that was my best that day. <laughs> and, but you know, it, it's, it was, it enabled that, that those four agreements really helped me get through a really difficult time. Mm -hmm. So that book is just, I have a really, 
it, it was really powerful for me. So like, even just thank you for, for bringing that up. So, now, also though, not uh-huh. to change the subject, but maybe a little bit, you are also raving about um, his other book, The Mastery of the Love. Mastery of Love. So what's that about? So The Mastery of Love, it is, that is my, I think, I think that's my favorite book. Um, it talks about the different parts of relationship. It also encompasses the four agreements in there. Mm-hmm. So again, with the don't take anything personally, one of the things that he said was, say you're in a relationship, so you go to a pet store, you mm-hmm. want a cat, but instead you get a dog. Hmm. And then you bring the dog home, and then you're mad that the dog is not meowing like a cat. He's like, but that's not what you wanted. You wanted a cat. So why don't you just get the cat? Mm-hmm. So in relationship, it's like you pick someone, you're like, okay, I'm going to take you. And yeah. then we're in the relationship and then you expect them to act differently from who they were when you were like in the, just in the dating courting phase mm-hmm. and are upset that they're not meowing like a cat. Well, then right. you should have got a cat. Right. And that, and then also talks about like not changing who you are for the person that you want. I think, oh man, I'm trying to remember he had, was it Air, Artemis, Athena, I think. He used the story of a Greek um, goddess, mm-hmm. one, the one that does hunting. I think it was Athena in the forest. Mm-hmm. And then there was a, a guy or something that she, uh, a hunter or something that she wanted. Mm-hmm. And so she went about her life and doing her thing. But then when she saw this guy, she like started to change. Ah. And then the forest that she was protecting, everything else like started to die and fade away. Because she was mm. focusing on her attention on this on this person that she wanted, right? And then that relationship did not work out. So then, but then she started to come back to herself, yes, and take care of the forest like she was supposed like she was supposed to. And then right. it came back to life. And I love that uh, analogy because like sometimes in relationships you go and you focus on this person, or it's not in relationship, maybe it's in a, a business that you're focusing on, or you're focusing on the specific thing and nothing else and then allowing everything else to fall away instead of like integrating it into your life and making a part of it but not changing for this thing or this person yes yes absolutely that's yeah that's there's so many lessons in there you know that there's so many lessons in that go ahead i just i just i just oh sorry sorry i'm just like see because i i so related to that story because i remember like how many times have i done that in life you know and 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 it was all about you know following this other thing instead of being true to myself. So mm-hmm. yeah, that, yeah, just relating. Go ahead. <laughs> and there's one last thing that I'll say about it is in the beginning of the book, he talks about the wounded mind mm. and it's like, imagine you're on a planet where everyone has like these boils outside of their bodies. Mm-hmm. And if you touch them, they hurt as like excruciating pain. Mm-hmm. And then, so everyone walks around guarding themselves, not wanting to be touched because they don't want to be hurt. Right. And he equated that to this, us humans. We have our emotions. Mm-hmm. We wear them out. Someone like hurts us and was like excruciating pain and excruciating pain we suffer. So we walk around holding our emotions, keeping ourselves to ourselves and not allowing anyone to get close because we don't want to be hurt. Right. And he said that he calls it like a um, the disease happens when you get like around, I think he said like around seven. So when we're children, we're more open. You know, the kids kids are yes. awesome. Yes. They're like, they get out there. They, they say how great they are. They don't care what you think. They know they're great. Yes. If they love you, they will tell you, if they don't like you. They will tell you like everything, <laughs> but then they get 
what um, we call indoctrinated mm. by the adults around because we have all these rules of how we have been brought up. So we teach, we teach them knowingly or unknowingly to the children. And then when they grow up, they start to guard themselves. That's when you see their personality change, they become a different person. We all become a different person. We're not as right. free as we were when we were children because we've been taught that's not, that's not right. That's not right. good. That's not safe. Right. It's mm-hmm. not respectable. It's not being an adult, which I really don't want to be an adult anymore. <laughs> But yeah, so it's just like ah, so many things, so many lessons in that book. And I just, I just love it. And you know, it's funny when you talk about like when you're seven and the indoctrination, I think that's those formative years. When we talk about, when I talk about shadows, for example, I think those yeah. happen when mm-hmm. you are, you know, when you, they, they, they definitely happen. They start to happen, shall we yeah. say, before you're seven. And there's things that happen to us that, that, we don't even know because like when you're a little kid, you're just going by doing your life. Yeah. You know, you're like, Oh yeah, I'm great. Oh, I'll play with you. I'll play with you. Like you're not thinking about color. You're not thinking about how you look. Nope. You're not focused on any of those things. Nope. You're just living you in know? the moment. You're in, in the, the moment. moment. Exactly. And then it's usually an adult in your life. It's often, not always, but you know, it, it happened that, that you suddenly learn this lesson that, that you that you are not enough, that you have to change, that mm-hmm. that something is quote unquote wrong with you or, you know, or something like, you know, neglect, abuse, you know, or addiction, like something happens around you mm-hmm. that totally changes the way that you that you express yourself in life. And when those things happen, you that's when we start to put those 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 shields on it you know mm-hmm. we start to put like these things to protect ourselves that armor that armor there we go we start putting this armor on and we start hiding parts of our personality we mm-hmm. start we stop sharing things and we don't know why because we're a kid and that's the other thing like these things happen when we're kids mm-hmm. and we're, you're thinking of, and and when we're not careful we become these adults, then this is why, yeah, we don't want to become an adult because when we become an adult, we have these, these memories sort of subconscious in our mind and we don't want to do things that we would have done when we were a kid, but somehow Mm -hmm. we learn that we're not supposed to do them. And these are the things that will subconsciously run the show. So we will be, we will decide that we can't do this thing or we should be doing this other thing, or I'm not cute enough, or I'm not, you know, because someone told you that. Mm -hmm. And that is like where those shadows come from. So we also have to spend this time as adults unlearning those things because we learned those things when we were a kid and we didn't know because as a kid, you're thinking with your kid brain and you're like, Oh, well this happened because blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. But when we go back to our, but when we were adults, if we go back and look at those things and we realize, oh, that's not really why that happened. That really happened because this person in my life said this thing to me. Mm-hmm. And when we put our adult brain on those things, then we realize, oh, okay, let me relearn or unlearn those things. And also let me go back and and heal that child, you know, that child who was hurt. So you know, there's that's so that's for me when I'm when I'm thinking about like coaching, I'm think, also thinking about like shadow work. It's it's that thing of, you know, when we were seven, when we were five, you know, we were unstoppable. You know, you mm-hmm. couldn't tell us nothing, you know, <laughs> just that, that innocence and that openness to everything. And then we learn we learn to put that armor on. We learn, oh, we can't 
do this thing or say this thing because it might hurt someone else's feelings or someone will hurt our feelings if we do that. Right. Um, in the four agreements, um, yes. Don Miguel Ruiz, which I'll probably quote him for the rest of my life, so just deal with it, people, um, says that those were agreements that we made. Subconsciously. So when you get older, it's like time to look, look at those agreements and decide what you want to keep and what you don't want to keep. Oh, right so, so, so dig into this a little bit. More. So the four agreements are we are looking to see where where we changed those things or where we didn't understand those things. Like so it's, it's a separate thing. So we have the four oh. agreements, but then say. Uh, one example that he used in one of his books was um, if someone says that you're ugly mm -hmm. and then you grow up and you say, oh, okay, I am ugly. Or you take that in. That's an agreement that you made. Ah, That makes perfect sense. But the thing is, you're not ugly, but that person saying that you like, we have that choice not to agree with that. But when you're right. a little kid, right. when someone says that to you, you don't know that it's not the truth, that person might be reacting to something else that's going on with them. So the thing about mm -hmm. like not taking things personally. Exactly. And when we're seven, we haven't learned how to do that yet. We don't, you know, we just think, oh, that person okay. says I'm Even ugly. Adults, we don't know how to do that. Okay, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. It's like someone, just because someone says that you're ugly, unattractive or whatever, that doesn't make it true. Right. And, you know, but when we're at least, hopefully, you know, as adults, we can, you know, pull back the the curtain and say, okay, okay, we're not that bad. You know, we're, you know right. that person said that, but we don't have to take that. We don't have to agree with that. We don't have to agree with it. We don't have to agree. And, and I think that's, I think that's a learned thing. So we're sort mm -hmm. of like learning to unlearn how to, yeah, we're agreeing to disagree or, or something like that. We're, we're like, I'm not going to agree with that person's opinion. Because right. you know, continue that agreement, cancel yes. that agreement, cancel, cancel. You know, your opinion is none of my business. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, so that's in a nutshell why I love those two books. Um, because it, it is definitely helping me. I'm not gonna say here, like, oh, I've read it and you know, a while ago, and now I'm an expert. I don't take anything mm -hmm. personal. Oh, I still take things personally, I well. still make assumptions. I do my best. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm a little bit more impeccable with my word because when I say I'm not going to eat pizza every day and then, you know, I'm not eat pizza. So, <laughs> but at least you're aware of it. I mean, you're at least aware yeah, of so those things. And that's the start, right? That is because if you're not aware of these things, you're just going to keep going on and doing what you're doing subconsciously and just think that's life. That's just mm -hmm. how things are. And not mm -hmm. realizing that, no, you can you can take control of of your life. I agree. And I think that's just really basically what um, I'm, I'm going to speak for you. Um, for, <laughs> I believe that's what um, Carla and, and myself, was, our whole goal is to help people understand that you can take control of your life and you can create what you want. Yes, absolutely. Like there's this book that I had started reading. Mm -hmm. um, I, I start a lot of books, man. But anyway, <laughs> uh, this one I really love because I feel like, oh, this is something that I would want to write. And maybe that's probably why i haven't finished it but um it's so like that it's it's rebel witch i can't kelly and maddox i believe is the author's name and what she talks about is is how to gain sovereignty over mm -hmm. your spiritual practice mm -hmm. and i'm like this is what i'm talking about all the time and i'm like okay let me let me get my book together so um 
it's that idea that you don't have to do what everybody tells you to do. Yes. You know, when you're talking about, you know, what kind of practice do I create? Do I do this thing? Do I follow the mm -hmm. wheel, the, the witch's wheel, the witch's calendar, which is, I'm the sorry. Of the year, I believe. There we go. Yeah. Do am I, do I follow the year of the wheel? wheel. <laughs> <laughs> the wheel, the gear, the what is it again? See, obviously, I don't, right? Um, you know, Say, follow the witch's holiday. We'll follow the there we go. Follow the witch's holidays, or am I using you know astrology? Am I going to do ancestry? You know, am, am I going to do like an ancestor altar? Do I do you know? There's so many questions that that right. many people have when they decide to you know begin this spiritual journey and they're not mm -hmm. really sure which way to go and and people will you know have a tendency to ask other people or ask people on on social media but ultimately you have to choose this sovereignty for yourself you have exactly. to decide what is important to you you have to decide what what works for you best and not just because you know such and such which influencer uh, says that you should do it. So I kind of, I, I love, I love this idea of creating sovereignty in your spiritual practice, because it means that you are at the center of your choices, as opposed to just agreeing with someone else who's like cool and says something on Instagram, like, who cares? What do you want? A lot of times you have to try this out for yourself. Do you want to reach out to your ancestors? Do you want to skip the whole witch's calendar thing? You know, and, and maybe just you know, maybe you want to do something for the different astrological seasons or maybe you want to work with the moon or maybe you don't want to do anything. Maybe you don't even want to work with the deity. Now, that is a concept that a lot of people feel like, well, well you know, I feel like I have many people feel that they have to work with the deity and you don't. You don't have to do any of these things. It's like, what do you want to do that makes you feel powerful? When you find out what that is, you do it. But you do not have to feel that um, you have to get validation from anyone else. So I'm all about that that sovereignty. I love that word. I had to look it up. It's yeah. about self-governing, like governing yourself. And I mean, ultimately, this is your practice. It's your life. It should be what you want. So, and you know, I totally, I totally agree with you. And when you said about the deity, so I try, I attempted to work with the goddess Venus. Mm -hmm. I had a statue, I had like the wine, everything, but then I just felt like an idiot when it came to oh. work. I'm like, this is a statue, it's not real. I'm talking to imaginary, like <laughs> an idiot. So that that was how my experience. So I just hey. like, so I just donated the statue. <laughs> <laughs> Like, this is not for me because I just feel, I just feel like an idiot. So what I do do is I work with the energy of it, thinking of it that way works for sure. me better than mm -hmm. I think I was trying to think of as a person. And then I was mm. trying to put the person in the statue and that's what made me feel like I was an idiot. Ah. So, um, yeah, so I just work with the energy of Venus. I, I do planetary magic. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So working with um, Venus and with Jupiter and that has that feels much better. There are no statues or anything mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. I just mm -hmm. have the things that represent them. And you know what? I'm going to stop that right there because I would like us for next time for another follow-up one to talk about our altar work. Oh, sure. So we'll write that down, put a pin on that and that's <laughs> okay. Note to self. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Um, but yeah, totally. It's all about what it is that you want to, what you want to do, what you want to, what you want to believe. And I feel like when it comes to people asking on social media, you already, as a person, you already have an idea what you want. Mm -hmm. And I feel sometimes that people might be asking because they're trying to get validation for what it is they want. And when that happens, that never works right. (sighs) Ever. People tend to go the total opposite and in a way, and then you're like, make the idea that you actually wanted, that you were hoping that they would go for. And then they're like, oh no, that's awful. That's horrible. That's, you know, some negative thing on it. And you're like, okay, well, I guess I'm not doing that. But yeah, you don't need, you don't need people to co-sign what you believe. Absolutely. Yeah, you really don't. Because like people, you you say, this is what I want to do. And then people shoot that down so quick, you get your feelings hurt. You know? yes. <laughs> it's like, if you want to do it, do it. And, right. and, and, you know, there's, and there's so many gatekeepers online. And the and the people who are, you know, I'm not even going to go, go deeply in that. But there's so many people who are naysayers about so many different things. Mm-hmm. And they themselves aren't necessarily the experts or the last word in any of that. So if you're like, oh, I'm really interested in working with this deity. And so, like, oh, no, you can't do that. Blah, 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 blah. My advice is just to be quiet, just to yes. <laughs> keep your mouth shut. I mean, I was raised the way I learned that the f- rule number one of magic mm-hmm. is silence like keep it to your effing mm-hmm. self like don't be telling people well mm-hmm. i'm gonna be doing this and i'm gonna be doing that and then the next thing you know like people are flaming your are <laughs> on your, your the, you got flaming mm-hmm. comments and tr- people trolling you because they think that you shouldn't be doing this and blah, 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 blah. you know exactly. you could have saved that yourself a lot of grief by just keeping it to yourself that's yes. it you know, so, but people, I mean, especially in social media, people just, you know, want to f- get that validation or share their stuff, but not everything is for public consumption. So you yeah. got to figure it out for yourself in private and just do it. And so Dr. Brene Brown says, mm-hmm. um, with who studies of uh, vulnerability, shame and guilt. Yes. One of the things she says is that um, for your vulnerability and, and spirituality is being vulnerable. You have to, not everybody is allowed to your vulnerability to hear your vulnerability. So you want to share where humans are going to want to share. Mm-hmm. So make sure you're choosing the people that deserve to hear it, that mm-hmm. have earned the right. So trust, pick people that you trust to hear about your journey Yes, if, or about anything. That's just life advice. No, no, I absolutely, I agree. And, you know, I, I get uh, questions or, or, statements, you know, in my DMs for, from people. And, you know, I don't give my opinion on like, sort of, you know, they might be saying like, oh, I want to work with this person and blah, 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 blah. And, uh, you know, I'm like, well, you know, what do you think? You know, have mm-hmm. you done some research? You do some research on that. Do you know, mm-hmm. you know, I won't say don't do it or do it. I will say, make sure that you do the research on this practice. Mm-hmm. Um, make sure you know something about it. Don't just do it just to do it. And, you know, and let that person come up with their own thing. But it, it's, I'm always going to tell people to do the research because mm-hmm. I'm a teacher, you know, yeah. you know I'm, I'm, <laughs> do your research, learn what this came from, learn what this is about and, and figure it out for yourself because what's good for you might not be good for this other person and vice versa. So, you know, do, do the research. I think one of the things I love about, you know, our spiritual mm-hmm. practice mm-hmm is is are the many rabbit holes we can find you know when we're going to go you know study and learn something and i love you know 
finding losing a couple hours like like studying stuff and sometimes people don't want to do that and i'm like why not like don't be lazy don't be lazy you know um you know sometimes so you know in in the magic family group on facebook uh sometimes someone will ask a question and they're like oh i just want to know what you guys thought and i'm like don't no no don't that's because that's lazy that's about that's about i just wanted to get a witchy answer like go do the research yourself because what i say what what emperor shoshana says what joe schmo says may or may not be the truth you need to i always i'm you know i'm a big fan of go and read at least three different sources mm-hmm. and see and, and before even making a decision but don't just like I, we're not here to crowdsource your belief system <laughs> Oh my God, I love that. Yeah, I mean, that's what I feel like people are doing, like like using Facebook groups to crowdsource or, or social media to crowdsource their their mm-hmm. their yeah. solutions. So it's like, so- no, do the research, do your homework. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I'm like, no, no, no. Now I'm definitely going to get on on a soapbox just for a second because I'm okay. like, I feel like my group or 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 my page even like I feel like I'm a teacher. I am very. It took me a while to feel like I to feel confident about that, mm-hmm. but I'm a teacher and this is my classroom. Do not come to my class unprepared mm. do not come to my class asking me for the answers because i'm not gonna give it to you mm. so all right go ahead <laughs> okay i was gonna say on the same type of topic it's like when i i it saddens me when i see people they do tarot spreads mm-hmm. and they'll take a picture what do you guys think i don't know mm-hmm. what, what was the question what, what were the, yeah. the place like what what do you think what what was it do with that yeah what do you think that that's the most important part i mean when when you learn tarot and i when i learned tarot like well, you know we each have our own personal journey yeah. every person reading this if you are listening to this if you know tarot or any kind of divination tool you're going to learn it however you learn it maybe mm-hmm. you start out with a book or or something but at some point the meanings will become very personal to you mm-hmm. and whatever the answer is whatever that interpretation that you have is it's not necessarily going to be what what comes from me so it's like my unless you're asking me in a reading right my interpretation doesn't matter because if you can do the reading on your own and you can at least say okay blah 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 mm-hmm. um this is the i have this this three cards and this is what they mean and you already have your own opinion if you ask someone else, they might have different associations with those cards that right. are totally different. Mm-hmm. And if they ask you this, it might send you off on a whole other tangent until the point where you're like, uh, I don't even really know what this means anymore. You know, so exactly. it's not like, and yeah, also sometimes maybe someone will write, oh, well, what is a three of cups plus the lover's card plus the four of wands? They'll just ask that. I'm like, okay, I might attempt, but I'm like, I need to know what deck I'm looking at because mm. the cards to me, the cards, I get the messages from the images on the card, not just right. the, the title, we'll call it. Right, right, right. And so, that's- yeah, I just feel that I feel is that's kind of lazy. It's like, what do you, it's like, give me something. What are the questions? Whatever. What do you think more importantly you think it is? And mm-hmm. maybe if I see this, I might back it up. I might be like, okay, well you could, or, or something. Yeah. Cause I will try to, I will definitely try to help, but I can interpret the thing for you. Yeah, no, exactly. And, and what, 
tarot cards do or any kind of divination tool does like it tells a story mm -hmm. and before i can even know what the story is i need to know like what's the question behind the question mm -hmm. because there's always a question behind the question mm -hmm. there's like mm -hmm. you're asking this thing you're asking right. you're asking the cards a question or you're asking the pendulum a question or whatever and this is the answer that you got but i also want to know the question behind the question mm -hmm. and when people are sharing things like this in groups or whatnot they're not sharing the question nope. behind the question they're nope. they're trying to get you to co-sign on something mm -hmm. that they think is the case when we can't really give an interpretation without knowing right. all the other things so it's like you, you, there's so many different layers to you know to helping someone figure out a, a, a situation using tarot mm -hmm. and and you know for many of us if you start telling me something about a situation i can often pick up cues before i even pull a card right. because i can talk i can I'm, I'm paying attention to how you're describing this i can tell when you are holding back on stuff mm -hmm. now this is maybe just like like my clear cognizance what's that you know there's certain things i just know so i'm like yeah. i can tell you're not telling me the whole story there's other parts there, there's things that you're leaving out mm -hmm. so you're gonna tell me oh like okay case in point like someone was like um they wanted to know about this person uh was it going to be in their life or like what happened to them and i realized that this other person was actually married to someone else. You know, mm -hmm. like I, I've, you know, I was able to suss that out. Yeah. And this person wasn't referring, like they were referring to this person as, uh, well, yeah, well, this guy, he has a baby mama. And then I realized, wait, no, 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 wait. Uh, <laughs> this guy is married mm -hmm. to a woman who has had four kids. This is not a baby mama situation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so I realized I wasn't getting the whole, she wasn't giving me, well, this, this particular customer wasn't giving me the whole story mm -hmm. she was showing me what she wanted me to see yeah. with the hope that I was going to tell her something positive yeah so you know it's, it's like there's always a question behind the question yeah. and you and and if you're not being honest with yourself right. put it that way your 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 tarot your div divination is going to be skewed and then if you go ahead and show it to other people it's going to definitely be more skewed because we don't yeah. know what's going on exactly so there's like layers of truth that have to happen but yeah just you know trying to get that 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 crowdsourced cosign <laughs> i'm not here for that <laughs> okay you are not here for that oh my goodness i don't <laughs> I'm thinking about how we started and now how we're here. <laughs> well, well, we were talking about spiritual coaching. And then the thing is, what I love about what we do is people have situations, they have questions, you know, whatever their spiritual journey is, yeah. it could be in relation to a romantic situation, or it could also just be their their personal spiritual journey and how they want to progress and how they want to develop their powers. And they will come to us because you can't get this from a traditional therapist you know like what we do isn't exactly therapy but no. there's certain aspects to it as far as like helping you gain clarity with the situation mm -hmm. um perhaps offering suggestions on 
uh, or spiritual tools to help you develop a, a particular skill or to get a solution. Like I'm all, I'm, I love, love, love to talk about a clarity candle. And mm-hmm. is that there? It's not therapy, but there's, but the, there's, there's something very therapeutic about mm-hmm. getting clarity on a situation because a lot of times, as I said before, we as humans will often lie to ourselves. Yeah. We don't want to see the truth. No. We don't want to hear the truth. We're like, la, 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 you know, putting with our fingers in our ears. And when we are trying to create growth and progress in our life, and we feel kind of stuck, then I'm like, okay, it's time for a clarity candle because a clarity candle will help you see the things that you up until this point did not want to see. So spiritual coaching helps you to bring those things to light. And, and it's your job as a spiritual person to be willing to take that journey. Mm -hmm. So, so when you get a coach like myself or Empress Shoshana, we are here to help you shine the light on those things, whether it's how do you develop a practice for yourself or how do I find clarity on the situation that has been, you know, bothering me for a really long time. So for me, spiritual coaching is just another way of, of just kind of making sense of things so you can do what you really want to do in life. Cause you know, there's, there's all kinds of obstacles both you know external and internal and often the ones that that trip us up the most are the internal internal. ones so if you're on a spiritual path it can be really helpful to have someone like you know like Empress Shoshana or myself to help you see the things that you had not seen previously or maybe just kind of hold your hand while you go ahead and do that so it's not it's not traditional therapy but it can be really helpful I just want to do the clarification that therapy is more of looking at what's happened in the past and mm. figuring out what happened there. Coaching yes. is about getting where you are right now to where you want to go. Hey, oh, thank you. I love that. I love that. I love that. And for the record, I am pro therapy. This is not, you know, yes. coaching is not a, replacement. A, a substitute or replacement for therapy. Therapy is very helpful and there is such a place for it. And yes, yeah, so I just want to say mm-hmm. like, this isn't like, oh, okay, well, you know what? I'm going to just stop going to therapy and now I'm just going to go work nope. with Empress nope. Shoshana. Nope. Empress Shoshana is going to be like, uh, mm, I think you still need to see your therapist. <laughs> yes. Because I mean, there's a place for everything, mm-hmm, but absolutely. you could, you could do both. You know, you, it doesn't have to be an either or thing, yeah. but I think what's important is that we're all looking or seeking to live our best life or to become the best versions of ourselves that's you know that's possible and that's where spiritual coaching comes in we're just giving you other tools to help you get where you want to go tell me that do you remember that definition you just made i loved it so much about there what what coaching is you said how to get from what what is it coaching (laughs) is about being (laughs) from where you are right now to where you want to go that's what a coach helps you to go there I love that. Yes. Yeah. So that's what we do using spiritual tools. And I think that's a wrap. I think we've said everything we need to see on this, say on this topic. What about you? I think so. I, I do. I agree. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for coming to both of our TED Talks. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we look forward to you joining the conversation next time. You got it. See you soon. All right. Thanks for listening to us. Please don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And if you love this episode, and we know you did, please share and tell all your spiritual friends. 
If you have a question or comment, or just want to tell us how fantabulous we are, please send all praise to witchyandwoo at gmail. That's W-I-T-C-H-Y-A-N-D-W-O-O at gmail.com. You can also join the Red Soul Flower Magic Family Facebook group to continue the conversation. Until next time, may your manifestations come to fruition.